0: What's up, everybody? J5 here with episode 7 of J5 getting live Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. So, last time we talked, we were talking about the Super Bowl, my thoughts, the MLB lockout. We haven't really had much going on since then. Quiet week with the All-Star game, the NBA All-Star Game, uh, labor negotiations going on. NBA is kind of in a quiet period as we wait to see the new-look Nets. We wait to see what the Knicks decide to do with their rotation. They should probably start playing the young guys. No news on the labor talks, really. They're meeting the MLB and the MLBPA, or meeting in Florida. This is like the most dead time of year for football as we get ready to head into the combine and the draft and um free agency and all that stuff and we'll we'll talk more about like moves the Giants and Jets should make or I should say I'll talk more about moves the Giants and Jets should make um over the next couple weeks we got a little bit of time new league year starts March 16th so we got a little time um today I want to just talk about something that's that's really on my nerves and if you know me you know that for a long time of of all my teams the Yankees were they were my favorite team I like baseball was my favorite sport to play when I was a kid used to be my favorite sport to watch um the Giants in the NFL have overtaken that I would say the Giants overtook that probably like 2006 2007 but over the last like four or five years, even as bad as they've been, I still enjoy it more than the Yankees. The last Yankee team that I really got behind was was 2018 after they got Stanton. Um, and I have so many frustrations with the Yankees, and this week they've kind of come to a boiling point, I would say. Um, and I would say that like the thing that really... Got me deciding to talk about this was the news about Paul O'Neill's number being retired. Um, but there's so many other issues, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go into that. So we'll work we'll work backwards. So the Paul O'Neill thing with his number being retired really bothers me because it's obvious for for what it is um, to me at least. It's obvious in the fact that it's a publicity stunt. Like, the Yankees are trying to get Mm. ticket sales up. My assumption would be that the Yankees are probably not selling a lot of tickets, like, going into the lockout. People are kind of sick of the team as of late. They haven't really done a lot. They've gotten to the playoffs. They've been a disappointment. Um, The news about Boone came back. And they just... They haven't made those typical Yankee moves that you would hope to see. So to me, this seems like a publicity stunt. And this is by no means a shot at Paul O'Neill. Like, he was one of my favorite Yankees growing up. I thought he was a great player. He deserved in Game 5 of the World Series in 2001 when Yankee fans started doing the Paul O'Neill chant because it, they thought it was going to be his last home game in Yankee Stadium, which obviously it ended up being. Um, he's a great player. But at this point, the Yankees' retiring numbers has become comical. Like, they have, they have to have over 20 numbers retired. And they're guys who you look at it and you say, these guys aren't worthy of having their number retired. Like, Jorge Posada was a great Yankee, but by no means does he deserve to have his number retired. You know, Bernie Williams, I loved the guy when I was a kid. But by no means does he deserve to have his number retired. Like, when the Yankees started retiring numbers, they retired Ruth, they retired Gehrig, DiMaggio, Mantle, Yogi. All worthy, worthy people to have their number retired. Phil Rizzuto, Hall of Famer. Derek Jeter, Hall of Famer. Like by not one of my favorite Yankees but he's a hall of famer he's he's one of the best shortstops in the history of the Yankees like he was the captain he deserves to have his number retired like why did the Yankees feel the need to retire Billy Martin's number why like why is Don Mattingly's number retired why is like Ron Guidry's number retired There are guys who had a great like Five year stretch with the Yankees, but they they're not Hall of Fame players, and at this point, it's becoming comical, and it just seems like it's a publicity stunt to get to get butts in the seats. Um, and I guess it it was a trigger because I have so many other issues with with the Yankees. Um, you know, at this point, at this point, they have been losers for the last decade like I don't care about how many times they win 100 games when the spots have come up in the playoffs for them to do big things that haven't done them um, and 2017 what they did after that really upset me they They make the ALCS. They bring the best team in the league to Game 7. The eventual champions, the Astros, regardless of the cheating or whatever it might be. Then they fire Girardi. They go out and trade for Stanton, which I was a fan of at the time. I thought it was a good move. But it wasn't a move that they needed to make. Their offense was already really good. Um, But they... They get they get Stanton, they get rid of Girardi, they bring in Boone, which doesn't make sense to me. You you get rid of a manager who won a World Series here, who wanted to be here, to to bring in a guy who never managed before. So there was that. And then they didn't get any pitching. And they haven't really spent money to fix the holes that they needed to fix. And they've done a bad job at developing Talent. like think about how good that 2017 team was they basically they won basically 100 games they they had all young guys really in the lineup you had sanchez behind the plate bird at first you had claber at second dd at short third i want to say they had Andujar. um you had judge in the outfield yeah you had you had guardy still You had Sabathia as the veterans, but, you know, like the front line of that rotation wasn't really super great. They had Tanaka and Severino, like good guys. They had a solid bullpen, but they didn't build on it after that. Um, They, and then they haven't spent in free agency. Yeah, they got Cole, but besides that, all their other moves have been bottom of the barrel moves. It seems like the Steinbrenners just don't care about winning championships anymore since their dad died. Like, they went nuts in 09, he dies in 2010, and the Yankees haven't really made a strong push since then. They made the ALCS in 2017, Uh, they made it in 2019, but they weren't very competitive. And since then, you had the shortened season of 60 games. They lose to the Rays early. Then they lose the wild card game last year. And I don't want to hear about injuries or any or anything like that. They haven't been buyers at the deadline. They haven't made big moves in free agency. This this week of free agency that they had before the lockout, like, you didn't even hear them in on Corey Seeger. They haven't tried to re, they didn't try to re-sign Rizzo. Now, people seem to think that the Yankees are going to be in on Freddie Freeman coming out of the lockout and Carlos Correa, or they're going to make a move for Olsen, Matt Olsen, or maybe sign, like, Trevor Story. But I don't see it. The Yankees haven't made those kinds of moves. And now you got Aaron Judge, like, pissed off. The face of the Yankees at this point. Judge, of all the guys who came up in 20, at the end of 2016, of all the guys who came up, Judge has been the guy we thought it was going to be sanchez with the with the couple months he, couple months he had um and he's he hasn't hit well he hasn't developed his catcher whatever that's a separate story but judge has been the guy he he wins the rookie of the year in 2017 he's been the face he's had issues with with being injury prone but he but he's the guy like he should be the captain and now you got him on the Sabathia Ryan Ruco podcast saying that if we don't get a deal done for me with an extension by opening day, then maybe this is it for me as a Yankee. And for me, that's super frustrating. Like how did the Yankees let it get to this point? Like look around baseball, look around and see what's happened. And I don't feel like the Yankees have done that. They haven't looked around the landscape to see like, Look at what the Braves did with Acuna and Ozzie Albies. They locked them up after like one year or two years. And they signed them these long-term deals. You know, Tatis signed a long-term deal. Nolan Arenado gets traded to the card, Got a long-term deal when he was still in Colorado. And then they traded him. You know, like you got to lock up your guys when you get them. And the Yankees don't seem to want to do that with Judge, and it's a failure by them because he's the only guy who's turned into anything. They got to put Glaber back at second because he can't play shortstop, and he's an offensive nightmare. We haven't seen Andujar really since 2017. Sanchez is a disaster behind the plate, and they can't they can't have him back there this year. They have to find a move. They have to get rid of him or or figure out what they're going to do with him because they need a real everyday catcher. Clint Frazier is gone. The Andrew Miller trade yielded nothing for the Yankees as far as that goes. And Bird is gone. Luke Voigt was a disaster at first. So who have the Yankees developed? Like, Hal always says that he admires the Rays. And and that's how he acts because he doesn't spend... But you can't admire the Rays. Can't say you admire the Rays, not spend. Like the Rays don't because they can't afford to, but also not develop talent. Look, the Rays—they drafted Wander Franco. They already signed him to a long-term deal. They found Rand- Randy Rosarena in a scrap heap. They turned him into one of the better outfielders in the game. I mean everywhere you turn they have a guy, they have no pitching and they're not realistically going to win a World Series, but they have guys who can who can hurt you in that lineup. They're good enough to win 90 95 games every year. They beat the Yankees for the a- AL East last year. Um so to me for me the Yan- the frustrations with the Yankees have been mounting since then because in 2018 they they lose they they win the wild card game, then they lose in the first round of the Red Sox. Twenty nineteen they get to the ALCS, but they get they get pretty beat up. They lose in six games, but they get pretty beat up. And then twenty twenty is the shortened year; they lose to the Rays. Twenty twenty one they lose the wild card game to the Red Sox. So to me, they need to get back to being the Yankees. Like, I want them to be angry. I want them to be, quote-unquote, in the words of Brian Cashman, the fully operational Death Star. If you're going to gonna charge me $14 for a soda and $50 to park my car when I come to a game, you better be winning 100 games a year. You better have all-stars at multiple positions. You better, like, not... You better be buyers at the deadline. Show a sense of urgency. Like, you could say what you want, but, like, about the Astros with the cheating and whatever, but they had their core group of guys with Bregman, Correa, and Altuve. They added to it, whether it be trading for Verlander or trading for Garrett Cole when they got him, or... You know, they had Keuchel. They let him walk. They even traded for Zach Greinke in 2019. Like, they've continued to make moves. Where are the moves for the Yankees? Where are you getting better? How are you going to win a World Series? The Yankees is constructed today, and I don't care what anyone says. People people are picking them to win the division. The Yankees is constructed today, if they don't do anything, are a fourth-place team in the AL East. And if they're lucky, they'll fight for a wild card spot and maybe, maybe make the playoffs as the wild card and lose in the wild card playing game. The Yankees are not a good team. I knew it in April last year. And yeah, sometimes I get a little jaded and I get excited when they win 10 or 12 games. But you know what the frustrating thing about the Yankees is? The frustrating thing about the Yankees is that they haven't been able to put their foot on teams throats and when they brought back Boone I called in to, to Carton and Roberts and I don't listen to them anymore but I called into Carton and Roberts and when I called in Craig was like yeah isn't it a great day the Yankees brought back Boone and I said no it's not a great day because the Yankees reflect the attitude of Aaron Boone and in my opinion, Aaron Boone is a puppet and Aaron Boone is a loser. The guy, if you look at his if you look at his career, and I liked Boone when he was a Yankee, obviously, he delivered one of the one of the better moments in like if you're born in the early 90s in our lives as Yankee fans with the walk-off homer in game 7. But if you look at Boone's career, he's a nice player. On losing teams. He's a loser. He was in Cincinnati for his whole career. He never won anything. Comes to the Yankees. Has a rough time in New York. Hits the homer in Game 7. They lose the World Series. And then he gets hurt playing basketball in the offseason. And then we get A-Rod. And we never hear from Boone again until he, he goes on ESPN and then he becomes the Yankee manager. Like how was he even qualified to be the manager of the Yankees? Why? Cuz cuz you grew up and you were the kid of a pro baseball player whose dad was a pro baseball player too? Like why you're you're qualified to be the manager of the Yankees because because you played in the majors? Like that doesn't qualify it. When the Yankees hired Girardi, one Girardi wasn't a first-time manager. He, he was a manager down with the Marlins. He overachieved with them, and then he got fired because he kept fighting with the owner. But then he came here and had a rough 08, and then they won in 09, and he won a lot of games. And I thought he got the carpet pulled out from under him in 2017. And let me tell you, Yankee fans called Girardi Binder Joe because he played by the analytics. You know, Boone is even more analytically driven. But the Yankees like him because he's a puppet and because he works cheap. Girardi was one of the highest paid managers in the league. Boone isn't that. Boone's a puppet. He's a puppet for Cashman. He's a puppet for Hal. He's a puppet for the analytics office. And the Yankees just want to sit on their hands and think their system works. Like, let me tell you, people kill the Giants and the Jets for their process and how, and how they've been losing organizations. But the one thing that you could say about both of those teams is that they try. They're always throwing money around in free agency. Trying to figure it out. Maybe this is the guy. Maybe this is the GM. Maybe this is the coach. Maybe this is the quarterback. Or the Knicks. Or the Rangers. Like, even the Islanders have have tried a different process. The Nets The Nets went through their process of sucking, and I hate them. But Sean Marks found diamonds in the rough at every turn. He turned Brooke Lopez and a pick into D'Angelo Russell. He brought D'Angelo Russell's career back to life. He turned that into Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Like, these teams go through their process, and they figure it out at some point. You come out the other side. But the Yankees seem to be okay with their process of, well, we'll get to the playoffs, and maybe we'll get lucky and win the World Series. Oh no, our process of of just constantly putting 40 home run right-handed guys in the lineup who strike out 200 times a year and they're they're terrible defensive players. Yeah, that's going to work. No, we're going to win a playoff series this way. Or we're not going to invest in starting pitching. We're going to load up on the bullpen. And then when, you know, after we sign Adam Avino, and he doesn't work out in the way that we thought he would, we're going to trade him to the Red Sox. You trade a reliever to the to your arch rival, the Yankees don't even care. How, what do you think about that? The Yankees don't even care about what their rivals do. I was rooting for Cohen to get the Mets because I wanted Hal to have issues in New York and what Cohen has done this off season, in the very short time that he was allowed to do whatever he wanted to do last year, they trade for Lindor. They get him. They sign him to an extension. Boom. Then he gets Max Gets Marte this offseason and makes a couple other nice moves for the Mets. And you're still hearing that he wants to spend money. The guy is a fan of the team. And he's throwing dollars around like they don't matter. I was rooting for that because I wanted Hal to feel the pressure. Doesn't seem like Hal cares. Seems like Hal just cares about making money. That's what matters to how. I want to stay below the the luxury tax because every dollar I go above the luxury tax, you know, I have to spend a dollar 50 or 2 dollars over that. Dude, you're the Yankees. You're the Yankees. Act like it. They piss me off because they've had the talent. They've had the talent to win a championship. You could look at that team and you could say, "Yeah, they should have just, you know, maybe they should have kept Gregorius had shortstop and kept Glaber at second. Um, you know, I liked the LeMahieu move. That that worked out for them. But that was a cheap deal at first. And now they signed into to an extension. But they've had the pieces. And they haven't closed it because they don't want to get more pieces. They prospect hug all the time. It's so frustrating. They could have had Garrett Cole two years in advance. Instead, they waited for him to become a free agent to pay him. Why? Because they didn't want to give up Miguel Andujar. Guess what? We don't see Miguel Andujar. What does it matter? They're just so frustrating. They're so frustrating. And now they want to just keep retiring players' numbers so all these idiots line up and go see Paul O'Neill on Paul O'Neill Day. And then they take their kids to go and, you know, see the monuments and spend more money and buy more shirts. For what? So they don't invest it in the team? Who cares? They can't even make a deal with freaking Google for YouTube TV. They're so greedy. Everything's about the dollar with them. They only care about how much money they make. They don't even care about winning anymore. Everything with George was about winning. Even when he was a horrible owner in the 80s, the guy was making trades. He was trying to sign every free agent he could. He signed Dave Winfield. It didn't work out. But like, They were always making a move. They don't do anything anymore. And I don't even want Carlos Correa. I don't even, I I would be happy with Freddie Freeman, but I'd even be happy if they kept Anthony Rizzo. Just try. Don't give me Luke Voigt up there. Come up with a real solution. Don't put Glaber back at shortstop. Don't give me Sanchez behind the plate. And I swear, if I see Brett Gardner or Aaron Hicks in center field one time this year, I'm going to lose my mind. So frustrating. They give these. They give. They gave Aaron Hicks a ten-year deal for what? Guy can't even stay out. He's hurt every year. Then they're bragging about bringing Cameron Mabin in to be, to be an analyst. Why? Why is Cameron Mabin a a Yankee analyst? He was a Yankee for 30 seconds. It's ridiculous. just so sick of the whole thing. I'm sick of the Yankees. I really am, and I used to love them when I was a kid. I used to love to go to games. I can't even bring myself to do it anymore. I got friends who want to go to games. I'm like, no, I'm not going. I refuse to give the Steinbrenners my money. I'll flush it down the drain with the Giants, the Knicks, and the Rangers, but I swear I will not give the Steinbrenners another dollar. And I know this was a lot of me yelling tonight, but I've just been so frustrated with all the Yankee news, and you hear how involved uh, Hal is with the the lockout negotiations, and he wants to bring the luxury tax down. Of course he does! He doesn't want to spend any more! So infuriating. And then they just sign these like 17-year-old kids and 18-year-old kids in international pool money. And they say, oh, well, you know, we signed this kid. Yeah, great. When's he going to play? When's he going to do something to bring a World Series to New York? Ugh. All right, guys. that That's it. That's the end of my tangent. So I'll be back next Wednesday with another episode. I'll think up what we're going to talk about then. It won't be as much of me yelling. Have a good week. Follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at J-O-H-N-M-U-R-A-C-H-A-N-I-A-N. Hit me in the DMs with questions or stuff you want to hear about. And that's it. J5 out.